comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Merry Christmas. Uh, we got a real good topic already on our mind right now. Um, subscriber shout out. Who is it? Uh, let's shout out uh, Mr. Tyler Hart, um, former D1 lacrosse player at Detroit Mercy. Um, goalie. He's Love now it. the gra- graduate um, assistant coach or assistant head coach. One of the two. Uh, had a great internship with Detroit Parade Company. They put on the uh, the gala at Ford Field. So he he was there. He set that whole thing up. And, Ooh. Uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade in Detroit as well. Um, shout out to Tyler Hart and the whole Hart family. We love you. Our hearts go out to you guys. Shout out to you, buddy. Uh, another another thing. Well, we should touch on Merry Christmas, boys. Uh, we're still about a week away, right? Uh, like five days. Next Monday. Yep, yep, yep. So Merry Krigmick. Uh What are you boys doing for Crest? Uh, usually we will go somewhere like Houston or Tennessee, but this year we're just staying here. And then my dad's side of the family is a lot smaller than my Dukes. Um, I got a new cousin every time I go to Tennessee to see my mom's side. And I can't remember the names, but my dad's side's extremely small. So we're just going over to Yeah, my right. You know every, every one of your cousin's names. Do you not? I mean, I, I do, I do, I do. But it's just there's a lot more you know your down first there than for what sure. I got. Oh, I know oh, my second cousin is better than I know my perfect, first. perfect, perfect, perfect segue. I have this written up in the notes. Nenner, we'll get back to you. What you're doing for Uncle Craig? But what does people always say that like I don't even get this? Okay, like first cousin once removed or second cousin once removed what does that mean yeah no, you know so people you say like first cousin or second cousin or third cousin i think first cousin removed is your second cousin actually yeah is it no i think it is no <laughs> dixon what do you it, think it is because i have no clue no your your second cousin is just like your second cousin so you got you know my first yeah, cousin but is it your first cousin removed no, first cousin remove would be like, um, I'm pretty sure if my if my mom or dad had a cousin and it was their kid, it's one removed. I don't so know that your part. Second cousin. No, second cousin. See, different. see, nobody second knows. Different. Second cousin is like what is it? What is your second cousin? Second, second cousin is like your grandma, sister. Or they had kids. Or no. That's What's like your cousin's wrong. cousin? That's wrong. No. Second cousin is like... What cousin's is cousin is you? My mom's brother's True. children's children. Cousin. No. Your mom's cousin is my second... So, like, my mom's no. cousin is my second cousin. Mom's cousin no. is my second because cousin. Yeah, no, wait, no, no, wait, that sounds right, figure, man. Did we figure it man, out? Is that your first cousin removed? Because, like, my, mom, my mom's first cousin, now she had me, so I'm, like, second, technically. But is my first cousin removed? Exactly. What does that mean? 
All right, I'm going to cousin is, read it is to your... you right now. Okay, removed. It says in quotes, removed is like grand or great, but with cousins. Once removed means a difference of one generation. Twice removed means a difference of two generations and so forth. Okay, so so listen. So, so right. my, my, my dad's cousin is my cousin once removed. Yes. First cousin once removed? First, yes. Because it's only so one that my grandpa's you. So my grandpa's cousin is my second cousin twice removed? <laughs> no, I think you just say second cousin removed. <laughs> it's an unknown. Anybody listening, uh, let us know what removed means and how you get to your second cousin because... People probably have fourth cousins, and I don't know how you get there. Nanner, what you doing for Christmas? I'm going over to Devin Gagne's mom's house. We do it Ooh, Gagne. Day. All the cousins, watch football, eat dinner at 1 o'clock, like some white classic white people. Yep. Oh, 1 o'clock, though? 1 o'clock? Yeah, very early. That's early. Yeah. People would consider that lunch. It's but I'm dinner, dinner. It's, Christmas it's dinner, lunch. Christmas dinner. On the topic of Krigmig, at what age did you boys stop believing in Santa? I got a good like, story. Try to dial about it back and think and think of what like what actual age did you stop? I got believing? a really good story. About I think I fourth, gr- third grade. I found out. I think third grade. I found out. Fourth grade. We did not have like a normal Christmas. Like my family does Christmas. Christmas Eve. I don't know why. I think it's because okay. we don't like to we don't like to sleep. We like to sleep in on Christmas. Yep. That's fair. That ain't me. A lot of people do that. That ain't Third me. Third grade, we found out. Yeah. Um. My I, I have a big Christmas Eve too, but I also have a big Christmas. But I know a lot of people that do big, big, real big Christmas Eves. So Ninner, uh, you're not alone there. Uh, I would say. Dixon, what age did you stop believing in old St. Nick? I got a good story about how I found out. So, I I was always... Let me start with that I knew every present that came from my parents and even some that I found out came from Santa Claus. Um, By looking at my mom's receipts in her purse when she wasn't looking, I would look in her drawer and I would find receipts. I found my, my iPod Touch when I got it. Uh, But one year, I was so big on laying out the cookies, putting out the reindeer food. And I was like, I'm going to find this bastard. I'm going to find him because I barely ever sleep. Even to this day, I don't really sleep that much. So I'm a light sleeper. I'm like, I'm going to catch this bastard in action. I want to see him. So I I sat with my legs. I was tiny. I don't even know how old I was. But I sat with my legs under the skirt of the Christmas tree. And I sat because our tree was in the corner of the house. Sat behind it. Parents got up, so I'm putting shit out. You're crooked. Swear to God. Swear to God. <laughs> You're an idiot. So it was a self-induced. Dude, self-induced I've, fine. I've been, I'm, I've, I really fucked my childhood up a little bit because I would I would peel open the presents when my parents <laughs> would put them out from them. And I would after school, I'd look at them and see what they were, and I'd wrap them back up. Like, I knew I had a whole Xbox 360 one year before they even – Shut before up. it was even time to open it, man. I ruined a lot of. Why my would you presents. do that? Because I hate you not, do that. I the best You're part psycho. of it's 
finding it out. It's like it's like a game. How can I figure out what all my presents are before I actually open them? I just want the answers. So, I mean, I kind of ruined it for myself, but I plotted against Santa and found out he wasn't real. With a diabolical little move <laughs> to hang out in the corner of the, the house behind the tree. That is nuts. What a, how old were you? I don't even know. I remember you my probably dad. probably know the date. I know my dad did one time sit me down, like maybe the year after or something. And um, he tried to tell me. I remember we were sitting on the bed in my parents' room. And I was like, I already know, brother. I already know. You're telling me old news at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I mean, absurd. I, I did ruin it a little bit for Hardy myself. Junior's reaction. Yeah, like, CGH knew that you knew. He doesn't. He doesn't. Well, he didn't believe it. But I was. I knew for a fact. After that, I stopped sending letters to Santa. I stopped doing all that shit because I knew. I knew. So, I mean, it. I like giving anyway. I guess that sounds cliche, but I like to figure out my presence, but I also now like to, I still do it to this day. I'm trying to guess everything Savannah's got me, but uh, now I try and see, you know, what other people are getting me because I want to be able to get them something that they really appreciate too. And if they're, you know, taking it to a high level, <laughs> I want to be able to get that for them. I don't want to just like sell, sell their presents short. So it's still part of my game, right. my plan, but... I do it for a good reason, though. I mean, I do like to give. It makes me happy to watch other people open it up, see the see the reaction on their face, or you know, it's a good time. It's what Christmas is all about. If you're looking materialistic, yep, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, good call, Nenner. Good call. It is the gift that keeps on giving. No doubt about that. Um, how about Nen and Dixon? Advancing to the four fellows fantasy football semifinal. Nenner, congratulations, buddy. You took care of business on me. Yeah, Dixon snuck by Z. And we need to touch on that uh, Zach played Geno Smith. What? And he didn't even start. All right, sick. Um, Fantasy football, Dixon and Nin scraped out a couple wins. Uh, Ninner got about 60 points from CMC because he's the greatest fantasy player of all time. Averages about 30 a week. And he played the Goodrich Martians, I think it was. It is uh, the Martians. Right? That would be That's correct. That would be correct. Um, and he... I think what ran for two or no ran for one caught two. Um, he ran for like 40. seventy yards, received like eighty yards or something like that. Yeah, caught two of them for touchdowns, um, and it was wraps for me by about five fifteen. So that was very depressing because my boys in the afternoon slate didn't do shit. Puka didn't do anything. CD had a late touchdown, which was pretty lousy because I mean he's still at eighteen, but. Eckler has been one of the biggest fantasy busts all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's enough on my team. I'm out of the four fellas league. E- so, uh, come join me. I haven't been I've been watching from the far this entire year, basically, really. Correct. I've got all three of my fantasy teams still going. Do you do you really? Yes. That's impressive. So my Blake's league, I took first, got my money back already. I'm the one seed. I play the sixth seed this week. 
And then the Sleeper League with Roderick and the um, Fully Loaded podcast one, or Rise Network, we're first. We play like a four seed. We're looking good. Yeah, that's pure. Um, you go against Craig this week, whose team is sick, honestly. Hot. I'm is sp- the team um, yeah. Yes, hot is a better word for it. Um, Dixon, you got to scrape one out against Butterfield, but that's a good matchup because his team, shout out Carson, uh, congrats for making it, but uh, it's going to be close. What's the projection right now, Dixon? Do you know? I mean, I projected 123 as of right now. I don't know what he's projected, but solid. I'm cool with that projection. Solid. He's Swift. usually like right around like 110, 115. Swift is just going to ruin me. He basically almost ruined me last week, or I guess against Merch. If Geno Smith actually played, I probably would have lost. So DeAndre Swift just has probably DeAndre Swift has had a bad last picked. few weeks. He just ruined me. Yeah, but your boy Rashad is lighting it up for you. Yeah, which Rashad's is good. going but, nuts. I, I can't. But Pittman, I guess I can't really speak Pittman's going to be scary for you. Yeah, and I have I did win the last four weeks of the regular season. So I mean, I, they've been good enough to get the win. Oh, so your boy's been hot. Yeah, your boy's been playing well. Um, Nader against egg, Craig, Dixon against eggs, Butterfield. Night night. I went night night by point two points against me. Yep. Yeah, first time you've ever beat me at anything. Crazy. <laughs> oh, it just goes right to personal shots. He knows he can't win. <laughs> you're right um but we split I guess, yeah yours are you selling more. out in the in the consolation bracket or are you actually still going to participate i mean it doesn't matter my team sold but i would prefer to win so you're gonna actually like, um, sell sub, number one draft like, pick. you're gonna look at your lineup Bijan put a point four last week i looked yeah, at it but yeah, I, didn't yeah, really, yeah. I just i just had uh I had a bunch of outs, so I just kind of left it the same as it was last week. <laughs> um, Nitter, you're doing team, well on the uh, in the shambles. It doesn't matter. Nitter's I already lost. Well in the college football pick'em, which has been tough. There's a game going on I right now. Even checked. What am I at? You're doing good. I made my list in five minutes. I don't know. It's it's so early. All the games that have been played have been. Uh, Port Huron against Port Huron North. It's so, UTSA uh, <laughs> Roadrunners versus uh, the Thundering Herd out of Marshall tonight. I got UTSA for like I got, 10. I, I got think. UTSA for like 30. Really? Yeah. You need them big then. <laughs> They're minus you 10 need and the, a half. <laughs> you, need, you need them big. They're going yeah, to them Roadrunners. They were... They were heavily favored. They're they're losing right now. I just checked the score. It's fourteen. Um, I'm checking my uh, pick. Oh, it's right fourteen now. now. Let's yep. go. They just came back. Um, did UCLA win? Yes. Yeah, I put came back in the second one. half and that was put huge. like a million that's, points. Up. That's probably why you're up there. You had thirty nine in did UCLA. Did, did Western Kentucky win? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what'd you yep. have what'd you have on that one? <laughs> what the fuck I got <laughs> why would you put no, 36 on western KY jelly then stream, because stream of, that game stream that game give us like, oh my I think this god that one was like minus nine and a half and I was like you know what they're gonna hammer it no that I put one point on that game because it was old dominion was minus two and a half 
Yeah, that was the dog and put 36 on them. I don't know what it was. I think that was one of the games, actually, where I kept fucking up and trying to put one as, like, the national championship. Mm. And, like, I had to oh, redo yeah. it all. And so I, like, had 36, and so I was like, fucking, I'm going to throw it on Western Kentucky. Hey, how does the national yeah. championship game work? Do we get to re-pick who we think is going to win? Then? Yes, you get to. Okay. Yes, correct. Yeah, what the teams are determined, you get pretty similar right now. I mean, we've – I got one more win than you. Or one more correct pick, but I'm minus three and you're only minus six. So you guys are in the next games. Game. You might as well lose the least yeah. confident ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not negative, Dixon. What do you have? Do you have anything on the Roadrunners tonight? You got like 41 on UTSA, or you got I Marshall? Have no clue. I have to look. You All better right, don't pick matter. the fucking Roadrunners because they were minus ten and a half. Yeah, I picked UTSA. Um, but one thing I do want to say um, is the Lions are back. They played well. I went to the game. Unreal vibes. That place was electric. Uh, defense, you can't. I, when we're on defense, you can't hear shit, which I love. Uh, we went to the Brass Rail before, right? You boys been down there? Probably not. Oh, yeah. But it's a yeah. Okay, then are yeah. Uh, it's in Detroit. It's a good bar right next to Tin Roof. Um, Tin Roof, I w- would still be waiting in line, I think. But um, I got a Coors Banky, and it came out looking like a Heineken. So I knew something was a little cockeyed there. I drank it, tasted like piss, um, and now I feel like shit. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. The problem uh, that could have done it. I got one point but... on the game tonight. One confidence point. One on, on the road runnies? On Marshall. Oh, my oh, God. Go. All right, so it's it's podcast divided here. And then somebody, somebody, somebody stream that so we can get a, a I got sweat it right going now. by the end of the podcast. There we go. All right, so how about this? Uh, while we're on the topic of college football, let's. Uh, I think we should pick. I want to do something with, like, something to make us, like, really into this and like sweat the games on new year's day I'm i think into this because the, total... the team's playing in it right so dixon you could touch on the whole day there if you want but i want to do like something either we pick the games or like pick the total amount of points scored for the games and whoever's like furthest away has to do something we could come up with something to do on the spot here or we could just not but um both of those, I haven't even looked at the total amount of points, but uh, I think Washington, Texas will probably be a shootout. That's at that's 63 and a half. 63 and a half. E, check the, check the Michigan Bama game. 48 and a half, I believe, is okay. what I was at earlier. That could be a so, fuzz off, though. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to have a podcast come out before uh, that day. I mean, we may, but if not, let's hit on those games real quick. Dixon, how are you feeling about the Tide? And I love the Huskies. The Washington's still going to win it all. Um, and who did – Nader, you had Georgia win it all, right? Dixon, Michigan. E, you had Georgia? Yep. All right. So, two of the four here are alive. I truly believe that Washington will win it all. But that Washington, Texas – both games, both games on New Year's Day are going to be unreality. Um 
So, Dixon, what do you think about the Michigan game? Give us your little insight here. Uh, so, on the defensive side, which I think is going to be the most important for Michigan, um, we have to contain Jalen Milrow um, and his legs. I don't think his throwing is as much of a threat as Bam has been in past years, but he's super mobile. Um, so, we have a really good second string QB or third string, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Alex Orgy, which great last name, um, who I guess in practice good name. leading up to this this game on New Year's Day has been the Jalen Milrow of their practice. So, I mean, he's super mobile. He's huge, just like Jalen Milrow. Um, I think that will be Michigan's number one um, thing to key on. And then on the offense, we just kind of have to control time of possession. The more we can keep Bama off the field, their offense – um, I think it'll play out in our favor and it'll kind of turn into the game we want to play. But I think that if J.J. has to put the game in his hands, I mean, he did kind of have a few big mistakes against TCU, but he also was the only one that gave him a yeah. prayer to have a chance at the end of the game because he put he basically put the team on his back in the, in the second well, half I mean, of the game. Well, I mean, J.J. also threw some unreal balls against Ohio State. So I kind of yeah, like I mean, him being a little bit really of a playmaker he, and being able to kind of do what he has to. I really appreciate about him that he, if he went to, I don't know, we'll just say USC because, I mean, you saw the whole Caleb Williams story. Um, he could throw for fucking 350 if he wanted to. He already did twice this year. Our offense and our schemes just not like that, and I really appreciate that he doesn't even, like, think selfishly about it. Because he's a, he's got a lot of arm talent that kind of sits in the in the reserve because of the way we actually play the game. So I think if if it needs to happen, he'll do it this year. But if we can keep you know time of possession in our hands, long eight minute drives, keep Bama's offense off the field because they're they're known to score pretty quick. I think Michigan can can take this dub. Who? How many points do you have on them in the pool? Oh. Uh, I think somewhere in the 30s, to be honest. 43. Nin, do you actually? You have 43 on BAM? No, I have um, one point on the national championship, two points on the Michigan-Alabama, and three points on Texas. Okay, Ooh, wait. really? Got, so you went okay. 13. That's unlike 13. you, I feel like. That's very unlike I feel like you. I feel like you, you would have went like 42, 38, 39. Yes. Yeah. Because oh, no, – those I feel like those games are so unpredictable. Like they're the least unpredictable games. There's gonna be those best teams. Uh, so I went yeah, with no, the higher no. balls early. I don't know, but at least they got uh, everyone playing in those games. Like all these other shit games that no one cares about for these bowls. Like half the teams aren't even playing, or if they are, who's gonna care to win the Fiesta Bowl or whatever the fuck it is? Fiesta, Fiesta Bowl is a big one, but who's whatever, gonna care to win the fucking small ones? Thirteen Astro Motor City Bowl. <laughs> but um the struggle that wait hey Dixon Dixon wait up wait up wait up how many points you got on them I missed that Thir- 13 and I really do not ever bet any That's it? money I don't like to bet on Michigan unless it's the first three games of the season I'll do which are the warm-up games and I'll do prop bets other than that I don't bet on Michigan the rest of the season won't do it what do you so have on the, the fact what do you have saved for the this, championship then 28, but like I said, I made this in five minutes, so if I put a little more thought into it, I probably would have put, like, one on Michigan if I didn't put that in the first eight games of the bowl, bowl pick'em, so I don't know. I think I put, like, 
28 on Michigan. I think I, think I put – I went – I went Michigan low, but I I went Washington a lot. I think I put like t- north of twenty on Washington, and I saved the championship for like twenty eight. But Michigan Michigan was low. Mich- no, 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 you know who I put real low was Florida State. I know all you boys took took Georgia, probably right. right. I might be the only person in the pool to pick Florida State, but uh, I like them. So I got eleven um, on I don't Georgia. Know if I actually like them in the game. That's why I went low with them. I put forty three on um, Georgia. You did. Yep. What, who else, What did you guys put forty three on? What's your highest number? What game? I went. I went forty three on Clemson over I Kentucky. Got, oh, yeah. oh, Kentucky. Shit. I did. Yeah, I, I got. Uh, I got. 43 you did too, Nick? On, I did. Forty three on Oregon, and I got forty two on LSU. I got forty two on Oregon. I got yep, forty two on Ohio State. Ooh, oh my God! You do? There's Mizzou. Mizzou I think I have thirty. I think I have thirty-eight on Mizzou. No Mizzou cap. is just so they're just been a tragic SEC program. Then, yes, this year's just like random, but it's Ohio State. This year's different. I know. I, I think I Ohio State still like even though they had fucking twenty players gone, they still can fucking play good. I agree. I put like twenty on Ohio State. Is Ryan Day playing for a job? Maybe no. Maybe no. Now with now with no, all the star players, huh? Yeah, they're have they're losing all their star players. That's what I'm saying. McCourt, yeah, have you gone. seen He's Ohio State's schedule next year? This game is not no with I his job in the line. What is it? They is only it, play Michigan. It, really? They don't. Have, they, they don't play, play any big Oregon. Pac-12 they don't schools. Fucking, play Oregon. Ohio State. No, they have the easiest. Yeah, I, would, real quick. I would assume they have to play the easiest like, schedule Oregon, out of Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State. They definitely have the easiest schedule with the added teams. Michigan's got a pretty nuts schedule next year. Oh yeah, yeah. Michigan's schedule's tough. They open up with Texas, do they not? I Second think so. Game. Second game. Oh, that's gonna be sick. Is, that's no in State, Ann Arbor, is it not? And then Texas. Yep. Okay, this is fucking Ohio State's fucking thing. They play Akron, Western Michigan, bye week. Field Marshall, Marshall. Michigan State, Iowa. Orno. Then they play Five Oregon, up. Nebraska. Okay, so they do play Oregon, Nebraska, Penn State. That'll be the toughest. Nebraska and just got Michigan. that five-star recruit. It's new besides Oregon. Right. Nothing. Nothing. Michigan yeah. at the end. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So they'll probably make the playoff. As like the five seed, because we got twelve next year, which is sick. Yeah, I can't wait uh, for that. But yeah, this uh, this it's getting hot real quick with uh with the Bulls. It, we're getting we're starting to get by the throwaway games, and we're getting into the good ones. As soon as you get into Christmas time, right after Krigmig, best time of the year for a reason. Good. Saturday, December thirtieth, might have better games than the. New Year's Day game, yeah. or bowl day. Dude. What am I saying? New Year's Day has great ones, but the 30th has unreal ones, too. How is Wisconsin Why do playing you, LSU? How, how can you say that? Because there's a whole slate of games that are sick on on the 30th, too. They're probably so neck and neck, but, I mean. You're just you're just going qual- or quantity over quality? No. 
It's the same amount of games, I, I think. It's like five and five or six and six. They're all the best games is what I'm oh, saying. I'm Those just, two I'm days are gross. Of, I'm just thinking of the semifinal games on New Year's Day. Right. Those are obviously going to outweigh the yeah. other boys. But yeah, there's other ones. You got some of the... You got a couple of the shitty, uh, like, what you know, like the big bowls, like the Fiesta Bowl, right? Is Oregon Liberty? That one's yeah, that's so weird. Oregon's probably gonna run, gonna roll. Uh, what else? Tennessee Iowa, I think, is that day. That yep. one's kind of Wisconsin LSU. <laughs> Wisconsin LSU is that day, bro. So I would say probably the thirtieth is better. Look, I'm gonna look it up. What what games are that day on the thirtieth? Because then you got Sunday the thirty first is a sick oh also Oregon Liberty or wait 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 so that one's Florida State sick. Georgia thirtieth uh, Penn State Ole Miss the thirtieth yep um let me see what else they got um Maryland versus Auburn Toledo versus Wyoming Can we get into trivia after this yeah we will yeah. All I'm saying is college football is getting unreal, yep. um, and those two days are going to be extremely exciting, especially with the NFL slate right in the middle of those two. So um, I'm yeah. down to getting trivia if you boys are down. Yeah, trivia. Let's go. One quick saying. My dad brought up the other day, he goes, I go, Dad, the Rams are the seventh seed in the playoffs. I was like, they might play fucking Detroit. And he goes, we're going to that game. <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. That Staff- I was like, would Stafford sell and let Detroit succeed? <laughs> would Stafford just fight? Right, put a donkey yeah. on Detroit. That's true. Nano, that would be a sick game to go to. Those are my two favorite teams in the NFL. Um, all right, trivia. You ready? Um, standings go. So season two, right? So this is episode uh, 48, uh, third episode of season two. Dixon has the lead in season two. Overall, we're still going in by a landslide. He's at 110. Dixon's at 88. Ag's at 84. Season two, though, we go Dixon four, Ninner three, Ag one. All right. First question. First question is going to be college football related. We got one college football, one Christmas. First one's college football. We're going to go around the horn. Um, in order of Dixon, then Nin, then Ag. Just one answer each. Here we go. You got to name the th- the last three non-quarterback. You got to you got to name the last three non-quarterbacks to win the Heisman. Devontae Smith. Dixon. Okay, good. You got one. Ninner. Bush. Incorrect. Derek Henry. Ag. Correct. Dixon. Uh, Mark Ingram. Wow. Yep. Good pick. Well done. Well I done. No. Well nice done. Ones. I I would say Reggie Bush might be the fourth, honestly, Nenzo. That was not a bad guess. But all right, Dixon's at sixer. Um Nen's at three, exit two. So here we go. Second one. Second one's going to be Christmas related. Um, First to answer. Wi-Fi seems pretty solid tonight. Um, First to answer. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me what? 
Lords of Leaping. I think it's right. Eight Maids of Milking. Correct, E. Correct, yeah, E. That's big. Maids of Milking. I don't know the, don't know the uh, Maids of Milking. Time, 12 Days of Christmas song. I know. I know. I like was listening you, to it last night. I only know five golden rings. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> five golden, four calling birds. Three, three French hens, two, two turtle, turtle doves. doves. And, uh. Yes, partridge. Yeah. Eight, though. I, I want to do eight because that one's tough. Maids and milking? Who goes there? Maids. that have to milk. No one knows. Right. Should we roll into the top right. five? Somebody do top five. Okay. We're going into it. Following it up, Christmas music, top five Christmas songs of all time. Now, you got to say the artist, too, because, you know, there's remakes. Oh, yeah. Songs. Yep. I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. So, the batting order is going to go Nose, Ning, C. I could come, I could okay. come with the Okay. 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 Then me. I'll, t- I'll, take the th- I'll take the three spot. I'll take the three. I'll clean home. up. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, number five, we got It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, the Michael Bublé edition. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with that one. That one gets played in every store you walk in during Christmas time. Um, You hear that on the radio all the time. Pretty big song, I think, overall. It's what Michael Bublé is known for, I think, is his Christmas music. Um, Fuller, <laughs> Bublé, Holly Jolly Christmas, Burl Ives edition, which you guys probably don't know, but it's from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, I think it's a 1964 claymation movie of Rudolph. Um, he was the, he's the snowman. Oh he's the snowman that narrates the entire Rudolph. If you've ever seen that part, um, he's the guy talking there. He also sang this song. Makes me feel good. It's nostalgic. Um, and brings me back, you know, to when I first watched those movies. Three, the song is catchy as hell. It's a newer one. It's an original, not a remake, I don't think. Um, Underneath the Tree, Kelly Clarkson. Just a solid song. You Just like that you one, rolling. bro? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get you rolling, man. Um, two, All I Want for Christmas is You. Um, I think that has to be oh, on there for everybody. Most overrated Christmas song. Yeah, but there's a reason for that. There is an absolute reason for that because it's one of the best. It's a banger. I don't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's one of my go-to's, but I mean it's a staple in Christmas time. You hear that everywhere. It is. It's a staple for sure. It's Mariah Carey. Not about that. I'm not addition. arguing that. Um, number one, it's the most wonderful time of year. Andy Williams. Classic. It's the most wonderful time. Beautiful okay, song. Hits it hits the notes perfectly. I mean he's basically in one note the whole time, but it's it's a great song. Good list, little Dixon. That's a good list. Yeah, it's little the Dick. most good wonderful list. time of the year. Nice, right. buddy. Ag- mine, eh? Okay. Yep. Number five, Mistletoed by Justin Beebe. Babe's got a great voice. Love that one. Number four, Blue Christmas, Elvis Presley. The fucking absolute Ooh. legend. Elvis Presley bringing home Blue Christmas at four. Three, Santa Claus is coming to town. The Jackson Five. Uh, <laughs> number two, All I Want for Christmas. 
Mariah Carey. And number one is oh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That's an absolute banger. Oh, let's absolute go, E. I didn't know you would go there. Bang piece. Love I it. already know. We already know Connie's number yeah, one. Yeah, fucking I think. donkey. <laughs> you like hippo? Oh, too. Yeah. Hippopod. That's a banger. Let's go. It's not even All a right. good Christmas song. Well then. There's nothing wrong with it. About it. It's, it's a great, great one. It's, it's so really yeah, it's pure. It's it's sick. Actually, like I'll rip that up. Like in yeah. like what I'm is, gonna blare it. it you, honestly, what makes you feel so good about it? It's I want good lyrics. Hippopotamus for Christmas. Good lyrics. Good vibes. Good good. Nice word It's real good. In the Christmas catalog, you want to go? I want hippopotamus for Christmas. At number one. Hippopotamus. Yeah, I mean it's your love list. the hip. It's your list, but that's wild. That is wild. Let hey. me roll. Let me let me roll into my list. Twenty one seventeen. Let me roll UTSA. into my list. What is it? E twenty one seventeen. Roadrunner Discord. Cutty. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, here we go. Here's my list. Uh five. Uh five is going to be the little drummer boy. Bing Crosby. Love the little drummer boy. Yeah, love that one. That one's yeah. pure. Um, okay, four hole, four hole. Love this one. Uh, I've been on this one lately. It's usually been my first play in the car as of late over the last like week or two. Mele Kaleke Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Love Melly. Melly's beer. Christmas for you. Love Mel. Love Mel. Um, let me give you the artist here. Little Drummer Boy's Bing Crosby. Uh, Mally Kamiki's Bing Crosby. BC is a beauty. Um, he's probably dead, right? He uh, was singing these guys in like the forties. Probably. Yeah, I think so. He's got to be right. Um, this is uh, Engelbert era. Yeah, oh yes. Hey, least. I'm surprised you didn't uh, put uh, "Oh Come All Ye Faithful" in your top five. I mean, that's a banger. It was close. You always no, sing I that like one. that song, Dixon. Yeah, oh come all ye faithful. No, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I like that one. I like the I like the churchy Christmas songs, no cap. But there's my top five, and uh, the next three are nowhere close to uh, that flavor. Uh, three hole is going to be Silver Bells by Dean Martin. Silver Bells. I'm a sucker for Silver that's Bells. Deep. Love Silver Bells. It's like so boring, like not much to it. Not, but yeah. Dean Martin's got a Sneaky sick, good. like deep voice. Real good. Love Silver Bells. Two hole. We're going to go eggs way with Hippo. I want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. And here comes Sick y'all, lyrics. Y'all. You can crank that one. I do at least. Like some of these you play in the background. Like, uh, I don't know. Like Jingle Bells and shit. Like that shit's Starbucks overrated. Music. That shit's overrated, yeah. Dixon. Not fucking whatever I said. Hippopotamus. Jingle Hippopotamus. Bell Rock or Jingle Bells are the two most overrated songs of all time. They ain't in my well, life, I would brother. I would say the most I would say most overrated is what you boys said with Mariah, whatever it's called. Uh, all I want for Christmas is you. I don't. I mean, it's Dace. Kind of eh, borderline skip on my playlist if it comes up. Wow. But yeah, I know it's tough. It's tough to say. But number one is obviously you boys know DTD Dominic the Donkey. The hey, Italian hey, Christmas hey, Donkey. The Italian Christmas Donkey is that that one. One thousand percent. That one you crank too. Yeah, like number two, one. number one, I'm singing every lyric and it's gonna be loud. Windows down if it's <laughs> if it's north of like forty five degrees. Yeah. So that's my list. Five, four, three, two, one. Minner, what do you got? Well, 
fuck you guys, because my five four hole, I guess, are overrated, but I think they're great. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Because okay. November 1st, you hear that song, it actually bangs. Yeah, so I agree. That's okay. the only time I'm listening. Number four, Jingle Bell Rock, Bobby Helms. It's it's just, it's a classic. Is, oh no, Jingle I don't really rock. like that song. What's the one? Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Okay, no, that one's days. Rocking Around the, the Christmas in, in Tree? Alone, I'm thinking, and then you, Walking Around the Christmas Tree. Number three, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Okay, okay, key. good. I, that I, I like that so one. Good. I like that one. That one's so good. Or Number Carol two. Bell's in that one. Banger. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. That's quality. And number one, Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, is that Last Last Christmas? Christmas. That one? I gave you that one. That's your number one. Okay. That's my number one. All right. All right. right. I like it. Okay, cool. And then my honorable mention it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. It's good. Good five. Real good, good one. The intro to it is like it could be like a walk-up song. It just yeah. gets you. It just gets you in the zone, yes. bro. It gets you in the zone. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and um, all right, all right. My six. I feel like is like same tier as that, honestly. Uh, but this one has not been said yet. Uh, but this one you'll you can find on the radio one thousand percent. There's no place like home. For, for the, the holidays, holidays. Yep. yeah, that's an amazing song. It's a good. I song. like that one. That Perry Como, you hear, you hear the first Perry Como, Perry Como, Dixon, good call. Yeah, it's yeah, there's no place like home for the holidays. You hear that first, first whatever, Matt, like drum melody, anything, whatever you call it. Yep. You know you're locked in. E. Yeah, I'm surprised mine hasn't been said. This is an absolute banger. Brings up my childhood. Um, a lot of movies run, rep this uh, song in it as well. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, that's a good, good one. one. I'm you didn't do Feliz Navidad. Ah, uh, that was close. That was like six, seven. Area. Ooh, that's a good one. Or seven, eight. Yeah, true. It was a good one. Chestnuts Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like that list. Dixon, what do you got? I'd like to preface it with all of these songs are actually good. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with any Christmas song. There's too many to actually pick. I actually don't even feel the more we talk about songs as confident in my list because I didn't get a chance to go through like all of the best Christmas songs that I've listened to and that I like. But so it's probably um, on the list. I would I would say somewhat. I did it last minute and just kind of went through what I've been kind of listening to in my in my car, just I guess on shuffle. But all Christmas songs are good. I will give my honorable mention to Mr. Bieber with Mistletoe because it's the best song to listen to with, really? with girl in the car. It makes you really? – I don't know. There's something, something special about it, man. You ever felt really? those butterflies before? All right. You know what I'm talking about. You oh, just yeah. Wanna, you, Type shit. You want to you – <laughs> yeah, you want to give oh, a, yeah. a present. A little more than a present wants to be given there. Uh, PG thirteen, buddy. PG thirteen. No, I'm just saying a kiss or some come some special like a hug. Ah, yeah, yeah, true. Handshake. Mistletoe. Hold the hand. Yeah. Before before we wrap it up, I got one question just came into my head last second. Um, I want Dixon and Connie to argue 
who's a better caddy? Okay. We were talking about it love earlier. It. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. This is a we'll note. Keep let's, let's keep the notes really quick. My resume is on the bigger. bag for the AM. For the AM qualifier and the AM. I've had Connie for the AM and the Hort. Now, the AM qualifier with Dicks on the bag, little sloppy start. Squeak through. Good match play resume with Dixon. Now, Connie, good first-round vibes. Michigan yeah. Second round does not count. But the Horton, probably the best golf I've ever played. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Let me go. Um, I think it's me because, um, yeah, I've never seen you play better over a three-day span for the Horton. Um, honestly, and that was just high vibes, right? DGC, we're playing with the best players in the state. We had fucking in- eggs, fucking twin it, <laughs> as a bad caddy. Um, Who's my yes? Who's my twin? Uh, What's his name? Yusuf, Chris Yusuf. Oh, Chris Yusuf. 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 Yusuf was on the bag. Vibes are high. We're playing thirty-six both days, right, Ninner? No, just the or one was day. it? I would yeah because okay. you were only on the bag that day, and then I. Yes, yes, yes. I, I had to leave early, so that's. That's not good for me either. But uh, Ooh, hey, Am, you played off him sick. Got to deduct a point for that. That that does dedu- that does deduct. Yeah, that's shitty. I gotta own up to that. Yeah, I know. Um, but the Ami played gross. Vibes were high. Uh, but second day there was something in the air there that we <laughs> that we got twisted up in. Uh, we went seventy, and then we're not gonna say the second round score, but we missed. We the cut. Say it. 86, uh, 100%. Oh, fuck. <laughs> One of the greatest moments of all time. We're on Two 17 nines. at – or 16 at uh, – at, uh, well, I'm blanking. Eagle, Eagle Eye, right? Eagle Eye. No, no, no. no. Uh, the other one. Hawk Hollow. Hawk Hollow. Hawk Hollow. Yeah. Hawk Hollow. 16. Nins just going down an absolute uh, – like we're going down like a snowball. Like snowball is about – it's about to be compact to throw enough. Um, actually, it already is. We're on a like – making snowball. the largest snowman of all time. Yeah. Um, and, um, Pete Fleur's one right, and it's in the, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, all, all shaft, Hazy rocket in the woods, and I'm going up, like, look at it, like, oh, shit, like, we got a chance, maybe, I'm looking at it, absolute rap, splash, I just hear Nan in the background, absolutely <laughs> hammer this piece over his knee, and he just <laughs> stuffs it in the bag. And then I just couldn't stop laughing. I just kept walking. I can go back to the bag. I, no, I think I went back. walking up 18. I think I went back. Bad, we were so done with the round. We just so like done. laughed up so 18. So done. Yeah. Yeah, you were already like 14 over at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and then 18, you probably made bird to, to miss the cut by two or something. But um, that was the bad. That was the bad of the two. Horton Smith, Dixon, I'll give you the stage here in 20 seconds. Horton Smith, you played amazing. And uh, – the only thing against me there is, yeah, I left early. So, um, but I caddied for you for what? Was it three rounds? You shot like 67, 68, right? Was it? Cause no, it was like I think a weird par. We were right? four under like, after two the first day. So I think it was one under and then three under. So 67, 65. Yeah. It was par 68. Extremely solid. Like Sunday stroll in the park, it seemed like. And we're playing against, I mean, that's an invite only best players in the state tournament. And we just lit it up. So vibes are high. Those are my two experiences, Dixon. You got it, buddy. What do you think? There's no chance that you're better than me. I don't know where to start. I mean, let me tell you what. 
this man hasn't put a number up with me on the bag that starts with an eight. I can tell you that for sure. And I can tell you that all bad starts. Is that true? Me Is that true? All, bad, no, all true. bad starts with me on the bag lead to better finishes every single time. I got that working for me. So if you were there I, when he broke the I, two iron, the two iron would not have been broken. Oh, I that thing was that going sure. either way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If you would have just saw what happened on the ninth that hole was, that day, that was amazing. That was amazing. it was the most frustrating thing ever. I was oh. in the woods, and there's a red line oh. in the woods. Oh, it was ridiculous. That was that was that was brutal. I like hit a punch shot out, hit the tree, came back in the hazard. I dropped, yeah, and then I like punched it, and it didn't get through. So I had to take it on playable. Yep. In the, the final number, 12? Get it out. I think oh, nine I took like or... 10. Oh, yeah, 10. that's good. Double, double ditch, yeah. Yeah. There was, there was just that whole day. I think even like the fifth hole with Connie was a par five. This is actually the funniest fucking par of my life, I think, or bogey. Yep, 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 yep. There's yep, shit yep. all up the left. I hit it in the middle of these fucking woods. Like, impossible. Yep. We find it. <sighs> we had to go in the – there's the other course there, the third nine. I get to fucking drop, and I'm playable. Like – 87 yards backwards. Yes. Laid up, got on, and almost made the putt. I think I made the putt, maybe. Yeah, you did. We made par. And I was like, oh, shit, we're back in it. Uh, we're like T29. And then we just... <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was yeah, bad news, Bears. No bad. doubt. So, okay, uh, what's the final verdict anyway, here? Uh, I think we might give it to Dixon. Dixon hasn't been on the bag in a minute. He might be coming up. Just GoPro. GoPro will switch off. GoPro will switch off days. You guys talked yourself out of Connie getting this little nomination of who's the better caddy by telling those stories. I don't have those. I don't have those. Yeah, but it it makes for good content. It's a good laugh. It's a good, 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 it's, yeah. I played better. It's just like, it's hard because I played better at the Horton. Easier course. true. What? I had unreal clutch gene with Dixon on the bag in match play. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, right. and shout out Dan Ellis. He's the greatest putter I've ever seen in my life. Ag, wrap it up. All right, boys. Good happy to all the listeners. Comment, like, subscribe. Great episode 48. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Holidays. Kwanzaa. Um, it's coming up. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. Mary. Whatever. I'm not even happy sure what that Holland is, to be honest. Is but happy sauce. whatever religion you Thank got. You. Run it. Um, but... We leave it here. See y'all next time. Peace.